Welcome to Sharing the Middle, where recovering perfectionists, overachievers, and anyone in the middle of a struggle come together to learn to embrace the messy middles of life. I'm Lacey, your friend in the middle and guide, whose claim to fame this week is finally tackling the giant pile of my children's art worksheets, everything that comes home from daycare. It's it's so much. And so we finally tackled it to sort and organize it. And uh, I'm real proud. Today, I'm joined by Laura Sinclair. Laura is a public relations and social media marketing executive with over a decade of experience building robust digital strategies for some of the world's biggest brands. A serial entrepreneur, Laura teaches entrepreneurs how to adapt the strategies of big brands for their own businesses. Laura has her own podcast, This Mother Means Business, that you can listen to. And we really dive into her transition during the pandemic from a physical business owner to uh, the awesome work that she's doing now. I think you'll be really impressed with Laura just like I was. Let's jump on in. Welcome, Laura. I'm excited to have you here on Sharing the Middle. We've had to reschedule this a ton of times, so it's just, I'm always so excited when that happens to actually get the person in front of me, like, hello, I see you. I know, you want to talk about the middle. This is just like, I can record, find the time to record this because of all the things that are going on. But I'm so glad that we finally, finally made time, Lacey. I'm so honored to be here. Yeah, well, thank you for joining me, of course. And I usually like to start our conversation with the question of kind of what does the middle mean to you? I find people tend to have a visceral reaction about what the middle is for them. There's like, I think there's like a little bit of heaviness around it. I think Mm -hmm. to me, like when I think of the middle, I think of like the messy middle, which there have been seasons of life that have certainly been messier, more middle-ish than others. But I I do think that I live in a, a little bit of a constant state of middle. I mean, I have two little kids and I'm an entrepreneur and there's a lot that comes with that. But when I when I think about the word middle, I think about like when you are kind of stuck between where you are and where you want to be, right? It's like yeah. that that space where you're on the journey. You're not really sure how far, much farther there is to go. You're being pulled in 17 different directions and you're just hoping that the middle will be over soon. Yes, I <laughs> that is very much kind of my perspective too. It's really yeah. funny because sometimes people are like, oh my gosh, I love the middle. I love the journey. I'm like, no, I want to reach my goal. I want to get... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like there are aspects of the middle. I think, you know, I'm a I'm a person that is really trying to learn to love the journey, but I'm mm-hmm. also like never going to sh- and there's I think there is beauty in there. There's beauty in the middle, for mm-hmm. sure. But I'm also a person that is like more than happy just to be totally honest about the fact like there are some parts about it that are not so great. It's hard. And that's why I started this is cuz I struggle so much with those hard parts and Yeah. What is your middle moment you'd like to have us walk through today? I'd love to go back to uh, 2020. Will you take a trip with me? I would love to. I now have two children. I have a a two-year-old son and a five-year-old daughter. She's five and a half. She'll yell at me if I say she's... We're we're there. Um, But in 2020, March of 2020, when we all closed down for two weeks Mm -hmm. out of abundance of caution, that was so sweet that we thought that that was all it was going to be at the time. I actually owned a brick and mortar gym. Yeah. I live in Ontario, Canada and Ontario, Canada was, and I believe as far as North America goes, the most restrictive place as far as COVID uh, restrictions and closures and things like that. We were, we were in the mess. Nowhere in North America was closed 
or more restricted than here in Ontario, Canada. So I went to CrossFit gym. We had about 215 members. Um, and when we closed down for two weeks, I was eight weeks pregnant with myself. And nobody <sighs> knew that I was pregnant. And we sort of went through this season of, you know, my daughter was home. We were trying to run, you know, virtual fitness classes, which I don't know if you've ever attended a virtual fitness class, but let me tell you, running them is not fun. And so I would run them from my garage, um, you know, in my attempt to like keep my business open. We were very fortunate that we, we were able to have a, like a gym set up in the garage. And so we'd run the class, I'd turn off the Zoom, and then I would throw up on the floor because I was pregnant and nobody knew. <laughs> so, At least it waited until after, you know, that's something. Very, yeah, you know what? It was very respect. My nausea was very respectful of the things that I had to get done. Uh, but I was in a season of the middle. And now I'm in a place where, you know, we ended up closing the gym in December of 2020, permanently made that decision. And now I'm in a place where, you know, my, my son's two and I'm doing something totally different and can look back at that time, which at the time felt awful. Scary. It had to be so scary. Uncertain. Oh gosh. Terrifying. It was like, what did, what did we just do? Yeah. And people always say to me, you know, I was even at a birthday party this past weekend and someone said, well, do you, are you still running the gym? It's like, oh no, you know, they closed it in 2020 and they're like, I'm so sorry. No, I'm good. <laughs> okay. Like, thanks. I'm okay. But you know, I think that, that for me, and I think, you know, motherhood and entrepreneurship, that's kind of the journeys, the journeys that I've chosen. And I think there's, that is a forever middle moment. I think mm -hmm. when I look back at the messiest time for me, it was definitely that sort of first half of 2020 waiting from like pregnant, trying to balance all of the things and then making the decision to, to close the gym. We made the decision on October. So shortly after my son was born and then having to pivot my entire life. Okay. I have so many questions now. <laughs> well, I want to start with a CrossFit gym for me seems mm -hmm. really intense. Sure. So I could see how that clientele would not translate to Zoom really well, right? Because you're there, you're doing your things, you know, it's, it's not like you're in a dance class where mm -hmm. there is community, but I feel like it's different. And this is me never doing CrossFit. So, yeah. you know, would you agree that that's part of it? Well, you said no. I mean, like, okay. You know, we loaned out all of our equipment to our members, you know, when we found out we were closing. And so people were able to have, you know, their barbells and their weights at home. And there is definitely when people think you're a CrossFit, if you haven't done CrossFit before, there is this perception that it's this really intense thing. But the reality is most people in CrossFit are like 30 to 40 year old women that just want to feel better about themselves and really love being in the community. Mm -hmm. You know, for me, I'm just an in-person person. Yeah. Fitness was always, you know, coaching fitness. It's not something I do anymore. Was always just a lot more enjoyable in person and there's a, you know there's a huge disconnect it's just a little bit funny because now my whole business is digital but I'm not doing something else but certainly in that environment you know I just crave that sort of in-person experience and what, and what that could create so I think you know we did the best that we could and a lot of the gyms in the area stayed open had I not have just had a baby mm -hmm. we probably you know maybe would have made a different decision but for my family what we wanted we had in March of 2020 we had about 215 members of the gym you know we kind of said to ourselves okay we need to be back over 150 by you know I think it was maybe October November and we wrote up about 115. So we were still like, we're down 100 members, which- It's a lot. A lot. And then, you know, when you factor in, okay, I have this baby now, and you know, we have our daughters, was fortunately able to go to daycare at that time or for the majority of it. 
you know, okay, so now I have to hire a nanny so that I can coach at the gym. And we're talking about like a $5 swing. I was like, is this really worth, you know, we, we paid our staff, you know, $25 an hour. I'm going to pay a nanny $20 an hour. I'm going to be doing this to make five bucks. <laughs> is this? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was definitely in my middle moment when I think about, you know, all the pivots that I've had in my life. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that, that's sort of how we ended up there. Something you, you mentioned that has really made my brain kind of light and fire is this idea of how you went from so much physical to so much digital and like not physical. I imagine that has to be a really hard change. Big time. Yeah. Like me as a human. Yeah. Yeah. Just you as yeah. a human to go from your work being very physical, very um, in-person oriented to mm -hmm. completely digital and very thinking and, and thought oriented. Yeah. I just, whew, that I, that is a complete life change. Yeah, it was. And you know, my background, so before I owned the gym, my background was in corporate marketing. So mm -hmm. that's, you know, that's sort of where I earned my stripes, so to speak. And I'd always in corporate, always wanted to own a gym. That was always something that it's like, you know, it would be fun, <laughs> way more fun than this is if I had a gym, I owned a gym. And my husband, I met, he had, he was actually running across a gym, a different gym with his brother. Uh, and so I met my husband at the CrossFit gym and we had the opportunity to buy the gym that we ended up running for five years. And so I kind of had, there's some intricacies of running a CrossFit gym that I would not have known if, if my husband hadn't already had that experience, but mm -hmm. I already came in, I came into owning a small business with a lot of business experience. And so now I'm in a place where I am a business and marketing mentor and I have a social media marketing agency, but I'm really supporting the, the person that I was when I owned a gym. Yeah. And so it's kind of been this marriage of my two worlds of this you know, corporate business growth background mm -hmm. with being a small business owner and all of the things that, that come with that. You know, in my in my job, I I now try to create simplicity for people in their life and their business because it's, you know, being a mom's a full-time job, being a business owner's a full-time job, and then you slam them together and you've got yourself, I'm going to talk about the middle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Big middle moment. Going from a place where, you know, our gym is about 2,100 square feet. I was doing, you know, 10,000, 12,000 steps a day in a 2,100 square foot box to being fully digital. Yeah, there's there's definitely been been some change there. I, I do miss, I miss seeing people every day. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I am so grateful for the internet and for my, you know, my Instagram friends in the communities, you know, we're both part of Hey Mama yeah. uh, in the communities where we can connect with other women that are working from home. But yeah, it's been a big, that, that's been a big change. So trying to find ways to, you know, I still exercise regularly, but to find additional movement in my day, even just for my mental health. That's what I was really where I went to is that for your mental health to have to be so intentional and I can't even imagine. It's been a journey. This is yeah. the middle. You know, when you said <laughs> at the beginning, you asked me about the middle. I was like, I mean, I know what moment we're going to talk about, but uh -huh. I still feel like this has been a long extended middle. You know, there are certainly aspects of when I think back to, you know, 2020 and that year and all the change that it brought, there are aspects of it that feel complete. You mm -hmm. know, when I, that, that middle moment, certainly I don't have the gym anymore and I, you know, feel I don't know, cleans the word that's coming up for me. Like I don't, I'm not wearing that anymore. Like that loss that there's no sense of shame there or guilt. Today's episode of Sharing the Middle is brought to you by Nextdoor Goddess Handcrafted Jewelry. If you've been a listener of Sharing the Middle, you know that I love this Byron jewelry that's inspired by the Mediterranean coast. It helps you embrace and celebrate your beauty. 
Each element is sourced from a small business, handcrafted in small batches, and only made while the creator is in their best mood. Vicky is one of my favorite people in the world and she's their creative director, so you know, well I know, that you will be receiving pieces that are not only beautiful but will make you feel amazing too. I literally just put on my Tina in the Sun Golden Sunstone hoop earrings. I needed a little pick-me-up and I wanted to add a little sunshine in my life and I feel great. Head to nextdoorgoddess.com and get 10% off your first purchase by signing up for the newsletter with free shipping on all domestic orders. Release your inner goddess today. You're starting to talk about something that I am very interested in is, was there a marker for you that said this middle is done? Mm Because I would think that the decision to close the gym is getting there, but I don't necessarily think that would be truly the end for you. No, I think, you know, for me, when I think about fitness and like working in fitness in general, certainly doing things digitally killed it for me. And so Mm -hmm. like, I used to love it. Now, you know, I did it for a little bit online, even after we closed the gym. And I was just like, I just don't love this. It's not the same. You know, there's something really special about being in a CrossFit gym. Mm -hmm. Um, And not just because it's, you know, people get fit there, but you know, it's, it really is community, it's family and owning a CrossFit gym is a really unique beast because you're dealing with people that like feel a sense of ownership, like this is their home. You know, I, I, I joke that I received unsolicited business, un, business, unsolicited business advice for five years. And so there's very little that anyone could say to me about my business that would hurt my feelings because I did it for five years. But I think for me, you know, like the marker of being like, okay, this feels done was really like, it feels complete. I've closed the door on this. Really, I think for me, it was when my other business started to take off and realizing that I could impact people's lives in a different way. Like for me, part of what I loved about the gym was being able to like watch a person change. Mm -hmm. A person that, you know, maybe came into the gym feeling a lack of confidence, not knowing what they were capable of. And one of the really cool things about CrossFit is you're always like doing things for the first time, whether it's like lifting this heavy weight that you've never done or doing your first pull up, you know, that's sort of, there's um, an aspect of sport to it that yeah. I always loved that. I loved still to this day, you know, people just the other day, I had a text message from, I have a podcast on my own and had a message from a member who I hadn't talked to in a little while saying, you know, I just wanted to let you know that like your podcast is incredible. I love it. Like it's just another way that you are, you've changed my life, that you're going to continue to change my life. Oh, just, I want to take a moment there. Like how freaking cool is that? I think people don't share those kinds of things to think that they're being cheesy or too much. And it's like, no, most of the time, like podcasts, for example, you feel like you're in a vacuum. So yeah. just those little notes are amazing. So amazing. Absolutely. Like, I, you know, I just had to sit and cry for a minute because it was just yes. like, oh. And so, you know, that part of the gym was what what felt difficult, the most difficult to break was, you know, mm-hmm. knowing that I was taking away or closing a place for some people that, you know, they really felt this sense of like, no, this is my home. This is the place where know, I became who I want to be. And so for me now as a business coach and a business mentor to be able to give people that, but in a different area of their life and be able to create, you know, change for them in new ways by helping them grow their business and they can make more money and what that does for their family. You know, I have a client who I just started working with in January and she did, you know, in, and I don't always like to talk about numbers because I think there's so much more to that, but absolutely, the story, (laughs) the story is worth sharing. You know, she did, 
she made in the first quarter of this year more than she made in all of last year. Ooh. Just by liking up some boundaries, like setting some better expectations, like amazing, right? And for her, yes, okay, great. We're making more money. But the thing, you know, she said to me is like, this is going to allow me, she's a person that has PCOS and desires to have another child, but hasn't been able to do that because they've been under financial strain. She's like, you've changed my life. You've given, by like creating this, it's changed. you've changed my life because now... I know that I have the business that's going to support me so that I can't, we can complete my family. Like you don't know how powerful that is. And so for me, you know, I'm always going to be a champion of women. I'm a huge champion of women and being able to have people see themselves in the world in a little bit of a different way. Now I do it through business, whereas before I did it by making you physically strong, mm-hmm. you know, making you mentally strong and also you know, helping you to create the life that, that you desire without sacrificing your sanity in the process. I think for me, the feeling of that door closing with the gym was knowing that I could still create that change in a person, but just in a different way. I love like it's tra- you're about transformation, not necessarily transforming somebody's body, but probably transforming their relationship with their body. Like you were talking about with um, business, the same thing. And I, it's so interesting for it to hear you say that because that is essentially the middle, right? The transformation. Mm-hmm. Ha, you're that's what you're helping with because there's the start the transformation and then the finish so you're yeah. all over the middle <laughs> i am literally all over the middle that's where you're like what how do you define the middle i, like, I think my whole life is the middle yeah. and that's okay mm-hmm. and certainly there have been like messier middles mm-hmm. um but no i love you know i love helping people navigate their middle I usually like to end the conversation with a piece of advice, whether that's something you would have told yourself in your middle moment, or maybe just a piece of advice that you would use or that you've used every day in your life. What would you impart with our listeners? Yeah, there's a couple, there's a couple that are coming in for me. Can I share two? Absolutely. One that comes up for me is this idea of like being good, not nice. Mm. And I think oftentimes as women and mothers, regardless of whether, you know, we're in career or in business, we always have this sense that like, we just need to be nice. And usually in being nice, that's what comes back and bites us. That's what actually ends up being, getting us hurt or somebody backstabs you or disappoints you or the client falls through on the contract that they were supposed to pay or whatever it may be, right? And so one thing that I really try to embody when I'm in a season of middle, when I'm trying to make change in my life is to choose to be a good person and not necessarily a nice person. I think, you know, men don't worry about whether they're being nice right? This seems to be an inherently female thing. And I would rather you describe me as a good person than a nice person. I do nice things, but at the end of the day, I do the right thing, right? And the right thing might be me saying no to you. And it might be saying no to an opportunity. Being a good person with boundaries is going to help you so much more in the season of middle than just trying to be nice to everybody because and being nice, you're like giving up a part of yourself. I I love that. And I relate so hard to that because that's kind of a, something I've been working on a lot in my life. I phrase it as I want to be kind, not nice, because okay, kindness like is harder. Because yeah. kindness is being proactive and saying, I really don't think that's for you. Or, you know what I mean? Whereas mm-hmm. nice is like a, is timid, whereas kindness is active. So yeah. I totally agree with that. And I like that you take it a, just kind of a step farther of, 
I'm going to be a good person. Yeah. And I, I just really like that. So thank you. Oh, What's your I love that. One? I like kind of it nice. Yeah. I think for me, like, you know, being a good person matters to me. Yeah. Doing the right thing in my business, in my life, like that matters to me. You thinking I'm nice doesn't matter <laughs> to me, right? Like, yeah. Usually by proxy, right? You, you're yeah. likable because you're a good person. But being nice usually is what comes back to bite you because in being nice, you're usually sacrificing a boundary or doing something you normally wouldn't do. And that's when, then you're often taken advantage of. So that's one. And then the other one is just a sense of like asking for help, which most of us are really bad at mm-hmm. for whatever reason. And I'm bad at it too. And just knowing that like, I'm a firm believer that you can have it all in your life, but you don't need to do it all. And by, in order to not do it all, you have to ask for help. Yeah. And sometimes that looks like hiring out help, right? I'm in the process of hiring literally like a housekeeper because I can't keep up with dishes, laundry, meal prep, things like that. I just had had to acknowledge that about myself with where I'm at in my business and my life. And that's okay. Doesn't make me a bad mom, doesn't make me a bad person. Absolutely. Totally okay. And so I think if you're in a season of middle and you're feeling like you're on the journey and you're like, I don't know when the end is coming, you know, we're talking about that definition at the beginning. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, asking for help and like knowing that there's actually strength in asking for help, it's not a sign of weakness. Thank you so much for being here with me today. I really enjoyed chatting with you, Laura. This was so fun. Thank you so much, Lacey. You can find links to Laura's Instagram, website, and all that good stuff in the show notes. And you can even jump right over now to listen to Laura's podcast, This Mother Means Business, right now in your podcatcher of choice. As usual, thank you for sharing The Middle with me today. Remember to check out my writings at themiddle.com. That's the MDDL.com. While you're there, you can sign up for the weekly newsletter to get a little bit more middle in your inbox each week. I am a one-woman show, so any bit of support means the world to me. I want The Middle to be as accessible as possible, so I have several ways for you to support. You can shop The Middle with some merch or my books. The Lacey Loves affiliate links and recommended products, Patreon for additional community and content, and I also just have a tip jar if you'd like to leave a tip. If you like today's show, also make sure to subscribe at your favorite podcatcher, share with a friend, and maybe even leave a five-star review. Thanks so much to Lemon Music Studio for our theme music. It is literally called Sunshine, and that is certainly how it feels to me. Can't wait to see you in the middle again. Thanks for sharing the middle with me. As always, I hope you've been able to see a little bit of yourself in the story we shared today. Don't forget to follow, share, rate, review, and follow me on social media at Lacey Shares. You can always check out the Joyful Support Movement at joyfulsupportmovement.com and see all of the amazing goodness we have there, like No Shame in the Home Game, Pops of Joy, courses, resources, and of course, the Joyful Support Village. All right. Now go out there and spread some joy.